Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Boatsy, and Jerem. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the Windy City Bender Podcast. My name is Boatsy, along with Noli. Hey, hey. And Jerem. Hello. So you didn't have to pay that guy for that. I could do this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, sounds cool, though. Pay <laughs> who for what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us again here, guys. We're going to... Uh, oh, God, Kessler and Johansson off the draw. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This, we're, we're, uh, we're watching the Predators and Anaheim Game 3. Oh, they're chirping. We're doing oh, they're this, ready uh, to go. As we're doing this podcast. All right. Oh, that's <laughs> so, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> going to start out with a uh, little bit of Hawks talk and then go into... NHL talk, talk about the conference finals a little bit, and then a little bit of a uh, little bit of Vegas coming to Chicago, and uh, we'll finish that with our good old riding pine. So starting out with the Hawks talk, Hawks stack, Hawks stack. Uh, Scotty Darling almost went to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, could you imagine? Isn't that a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, unwritten NHL rule that you don't trade within your own division? Oh, Patrick Sharp. Johnny Oduya, <laughs> Stephen Johns, Andrew Ladd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a drink. Apparently, those, there's no rules for the Hawks. No, because if the Hawks are gonna lose to the division, they want to make sure Bowman is responsible for it. <laughs> yeah, they want to make sure it's our own kind doing it. So, Dallas's first target for goalie was um, Scott Darling instead of Ben Bishop. So they went to pursue him. However, the Hawks wanted a third-round pick, obviously, which is what they got from Carolina. But Dallas said that they were not willing to give up a third-round pick for Scott Darling, which kind of doesn't make sense to me because they gave a fourth-round pick for Ben Bishop, who's older, and they ended up giving about probably a mil more per than they would for Darling. So why not just give up the third-round pick instead of the fourth and... I guess they're thinking that Bishop is more of a set in stone kind of thing. Yeah, they. I think I read that it was um, Neil is the GM, right? For Jim Neil. Jim Neil. Yeah, he Jim said Neil. 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 That Amelie. He felt that Darlene has, while he's proven enough, that he hasn't proven enough to be have an asking price of a third round yeah. pick. Which. Uh, Which we we were upset that we only got, got a third rounder. <laughs> well, I mean, I and they're like, oh hell no, we're never gonna yeah. get a third rounder. No way, absolutely not. I don't know. But then they talk through like, okay, they're being picky with what they're giving up for a goalie. So right now their salary cap for goalies in that session five point nine, four point nine, four point five. <laughs> Obviously, they're gonna yeah they're gonna dump at least one of them, possibly both. No time to get picky. No beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Bowman had a, uh, a a pretty interesting week. He came out and said that he wants to resign Yurko. Said a uh, quote from uh, Brian Hedger. Um, he wants to, uh, Yurko to be Panic Part Two, <laughs> which, am I reading that as? 
overpay a third and fourth line guy. Right. That one <laughs> or surprising everybody with this play. Well, with 40 points. With, well. Well, here is a quote from Bowman. 40 points that nobody expected. Here's a quote from Bowman regarding Yurko. Think he's gonna be, be gonna be way better next year, just because he's gonna be a lot more prepared and he's a lot healthier. Uh, the opportunity is there for him; he just needs to take it. So it sounds like he is being given the keys. That's risky. It's real risky. I mean, think about like Bowman has got. What I'm starting to notice with him is he takes pride in finding these players that were once regarded as, like, these big prospects, Panic, Runblad, Yurko, and, you know, rebuilding them up, giving them their second chance, and making them this all-star player. He's one for two so far. Because, I mean, do we... Runblad who, I think, is better. But... Ask, ask the Swiss. <laughs> They'll know. But, I mean... Yurko's been in the league for four years. Past two years have been injury-riddled. He played in 44 games last year. Or excuse me, two years ago. And then last year, he only played in 29. Split between the Wings and the Hawks. See, I... And then he played 63 in 2014-2015, like which he might have been hurt there, too. Or he might just sat a couple games. I'm not 100% what are sure. His, what are his numbers, though? Like, I mean, goals... Uh, I mean, does he put up numbers, at least? In 63 games, he... Three goals, 15 assists. In 44, four goals, two assists. And last year, in 29, one goal. Yeah, uh... And a minus 12. Like... I mean, we kind of talked about it last podcast. I... I would not mind to see him on the team next year, but <laughs> it's got to be for a very close to minimum deal. He had a pretty decent, quote-unquote, rookie year. 2013-2014, he played in 36 games, 8 goals, 7 assists, 15 points in 36 games. That's not bad for a rookie. Yeah, I think he's got potential. And I then really, after that, though, like, what happened? I really think you he's know? got the chance. Was that also, like, the transition between... Babcock and I think 2013-2014 was the last year with Babcock because that also might have something to do with it yeah well if that's the case he's really going to have a hard time in Chicago <laughs> yeah Q, Q is you know Q is very I don't know what's the best way to say it you ain't the top six you ain't shit yeah I think yeah, Babcock was coaching for 2013-2014. Yeah. Because this that is Babcock's second season in Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was his last year. No, 14-15 was his last year. So, I mean, he could have been in Babcock's doghouse, and then it just kind of got carried Well, how much it. was he in Babcock's doghouse in that first year, though? Where True. he puts in 15 points in 36 Did games. Did he play for Grand Rapids at all? Yeah. How many? What was his numbers there? Cause that's the coach. That's his coach. That was his coach in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, 12, 13, 74 games, 14 goals, 14 assists, 28 points. Uh, 32 games in 13, 14. Split in between that and the NHL, 13 goals, 19 point or 19 assists, 32 points. So, so he just might not be an NHL player. Yeah. I mean, it very well could be. So when we're saying he could be panic 2.0. Please pray to God that he's banking on it being skill and not money. 
Which, oh, it could also lead to Panic leaving to Vegas and him saying Panic 2.0 as in taking over a Panic position at a less pay. That's true. Which would be nice. (laughs) Anything, if if I get, get that little update on my phone, Black Ops re-signing Yurko, and I see anything higher than... A mil? No, higher you know, higher than nine. I'd say a mil. I don't... He's nothing to prove on mil. I don't know. A mil isn't that bad. For a restricted free agent that hasn't proven much, we're... I, and he's not going to... I mean, he's not like a panic. He's not going to go out there and have offers sitting on the table for yeah. him. This could be, I mean, this has got to be in our favor. I'm looking at Panic's AHL numbers, too. He basically had the same thing as Yurko. 64 games, 41 points, 13 games, 11 points. Panic. And then in the NHL, he really didn't do anything until he this came. This season. Well, last year, he was pretty good. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. He, had, he had his moments last year where we were kind of like, ah, oh, this guy could be good, you yeah. know. Panic's and then this year, he was pretty too, good. Isn't he? Huh? Panic's a bigger guy, isn't he? Panic is six one two oh eight. Yurko is no six two. Yeah, but how much does he weigh? One hundred eighty eight. Yikes. Yeah, there's your problem. I mean, he's fancy. He's got the hands. He's got the. I mean, he had that he whole thing going into his draft about him doing the his puck control. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, that's even all off ice stuff. even finesse yeah. NHL. I mean, that's not going too far. Hasn't kept him out of the uh, off the IR. Right. You know. But um, yeah, just a week full of Bowman mm-hmm. comments and quotes. What else did he? Uh, Bowman came out and said that he was not threatening Quenville with the Mike Kitchen firing. He said there is quote unquote no validity to it. Um, is there any validity to that statement? Because I don't think so. Bullshit. <laughs> Everybody and their moms know that there is tension between Quenville and Bowman. And, and there's been tension. And we, I don't know, we get that. I still think that Bowman might, fe- he might not be, but I think he might feel like he is on the hot seat. And he's making a statement to show that this is his team. He calls the shots. And when Quinville tries to over, I mean, how many times Rocky probably sides with Quinville on stuff, you know? <laughs> Everybody's against Stan. Well, now they are. Yeah. If they weren't before, they are now. I just can't wait for the playoffs to be over and just start seeing yeah, everything. I just want to see you know, what just the expansion draft, the actual draft, just any moves that the Hawks make. I, I just want to know what's going to happen yeah. this offseason. Like three days before the expansion draft is like when I think it's just going to, everything's going to explode. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear deals. On the, that's actually, I'm curious. Are they going to announce deals that teams made with Vegas about protecting players? Before, or well, they, is it gonna be like it would make sense? Well, they said that they were gonna come out with a list of who's protected and not protected, protected for each team. Yeah, but you know, Vegas can trade. Hey, you give us a prospect, or you give us a first a draft pick, and we won't take like your the, player. Yeah. the little side details. Yeah, so basically. I wonder if those yeah. side deals are gonna be announced or. Well, I mean, you'll be able to see what kind of trades are moved, and I feel like you can kind of speculate from there if it was yeah. about a player or not. And true. plus, all the. NHL analysts, I know they always. You know what? I would love to see like a behind the scenes of that. That would be cool. Like just the expansion day. Yeah, yeah. Just like seeing everybody like. They they had something like that, 
uh, trade deadline yeah, a, couple a couple years ago. I remember that. It was like, and it was literally everybody in a round table, and they had like names on a chalkboard and crossing it out, and who, who was going where, like arrows pointing to each player. Listen to calls like, that. like yeah. teams are making. That yeah, was super like, that cool. Was I would cool. love to see stuff like that. And all the Showtime shows that yeah. NHL does now, this would yeah. be a great one. Yeah. Especially for the expansion draft, which is getting more exposure than any mm-hmm. other expansion draft. I would draft love them so to see them do a 24 7 like, series on this whole first season for Vegas. Yeah. I that think would that be would cool. Be yeah. really that would be cool. Yeah. People would watch too. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it would be great for the expansion draft for sure because people still are very confused about that. Oh, yeah. I have no they, idea. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have an idea and then, like, some. Some story comes out. I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Like, you got all like the little rules. Thing. Like, everything comes out now. Like, how last week it was, oh, Vegas can sign a f- pending free agent from a team and then trade him, or uh-huh. that. And that if that goes again, if it's before the expansion, that's their pick. But if it's after, it's it's not their pick. Like, yeah. Well, like, yeah. I, I mean, they're know. they're building. I know we're gonna talk about the expansion. Yeah. Thing before it happens but I mean they are very much giving Vegas all the opportunity to be competitive this yeah, year they could be, be right away they could be stacked yeah so, um alright guys NHL talk speaking of Vegas oh boy oh yeah we might as well I mean it's oh yeah they got Chicago it. yeah, yeah. Uh, Vegas and the three. Chicago Wolves are what not, not affiliates they're yeah, sharing they're yeah, no. are they sharing with no Saint they Louis, are Vegas and Chicago Wolves agreed to a five-year agreement yeah. to be the primary farm team for the Golden So St. Knights. Louis has to get a brand so new. So St. Louis this season will be sharing, but they will have no say in coaches. So they will have no say in that's management. A terrible. I don't understand deal. how that works because how what happens to all the players? Those yeah. are all St. Louis's players. So right? they are going. Yeah, they're still St. Louis players, but they will be on playing for the Vegas. So farm if someone needs to get called up next year. Where do they go? Where do they go? <laughs> if it's a St. Louis roster player, if it's St. Louis. What about Vegas? But, so wait, are they going to have like 80 people on the roster? That's what I don't know. And then, well, after this year, does St. Louis get a new team and take half of Vegas's minor league roster, move them? Like, what talking about. This is the expansion we, shit we don't <laughs> We don't understand what's happening. NHL, please help. Well, like St. Louis, St. Louis was trying to get a team in Kansas City, and in January the commissioner that would be nice for them. And yeah, the commissioner yeah. of the AHL said, "Nope, there's not going to be a team in Kansas City." Which I don't get. Why not? I don't understand why the yeah. low market areas, which are like nowhere near NHL areas, are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it, the um, Iowa Wild do really well, mm-hmm. and um, OKC, OKC Thunder. They're yeah. fucking. They get packed barns every mm-hmm. night. But there was just remember those rumors that Pittsburgh Penguins were gonna move to uh, Kansas City, and they're like, oh yeah, they can hold an NHL franchise, but now an NHL te- or AHL team yeah. is saying no, a team can't. Well, <laughs> well, maybe that's no, just that NHL guy. For yeah, sure. That's true. Maybe that's the AHL commissioner kind of saying, hey, maybe we don't get one because they're saving one for the NHL. No, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Arizona moving maybe. If I Arizona, feel like if Arizona move, it's they're going Seattle. Seattle. Carolina. Carolina's been talking Quebec. about uh, Quebec, which would be I've also sick. I also read Hartford. I also read Quebec was or not Quebec. Carolina might go back to Hartford. Hartford, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be great. Be, that would be cool. Bring back the whale. That would be great. Still Quebec though. Quebec Montreal. Mm-hmm. They need to, to have Quebec. Games. I want to go to that arena and mm-hmm. see an NHL game played there. That's so dope. The Whalers and Nordiques probably had like two of the best like setups, like, oh, logos God, and setups oh, yeah. and everything. Oh, loved it. 
I'm in the original Jets. Yes. I want. Yeah. I want to know like what they would look like today. Yeah, I don't know. You know, especially I feel like since been, it's Adidas. We've been rocking Yeah. yeah. I just want to see that green back in the like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard God. Yeah. That emerald green. And then just the whale in front. I love yeah. that. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah. All right, conference finals started last weekend. Nashville and Anaheim kicked it off with an overtime thriller. James, real deal, Neil. The real deal, bud. Real deal. Goes off of the back of Corey Perry in it. So, watching that goal... I get Gibson. I mean, it was backdoor. PK had a nice fake-out shot. Great play by PK. Sauced it over to Neil, and Neil just ripped a 1-T. And um, um, Gibson, you know, flopped across. I don't know if he would have had it or not, but Perry sliding across being a second goalie. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I understand shot blocks are awesome and, like, they're necessary, but, like, that type of situation, when you're flailing as much as the goalie, I don't see it as a necessity. You try to let your goalie get as if much of it as you can. you're going to block it, Be confident. It. Yeah. Don't just get a part of it. Get yeah. the whole thing or get the hell out of the way. Perry does not come off as a shot blocker. He, he's had a couple. Uh, there was one, uh, Game 7 against Edmonton, he had a few in the dying minutes. One mm-hmm. broke his stick, and then he had to scramble, and I think he got another one without a, without a stick. Yeah. So, I mean... It's the playoffs. Everybody's... Yeah, he's out. had a few, but that was... I don't know. I, I just thought that was kind of a stupid move where and it, it, he didn't need to do it, and it might not yeah. have gone in. Because obviously it, it hit could, him and fluttered up over Gibson yeah. and in. You could speculate, but it looked like... It might have gone it in It looked anyway, like it was... No, no, no. It looked like it was going to hit Gibson in yeah. the head. You yeah. know? I'm thinking it's going to hit him in the head and either go straight up or bounce out. Yeah. So, Which I don't could, know. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like in the world we have now where everybody is blocking shots and the block shots are such a big thing that that there's so many times where guys block a shot and it actually makes it worse. Bobby or Ryan. they end up blocking a shot and screening the goalie in the process or something and it bounces the wrong way or Bobby something. Ryan. Or... Guys don't sell out at all when they should. When there's a completeness, like, perfect opportunity for them to do it. And they Vito just Bruno. don't. Yeah, Vito Bruno. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's, I don't know. Yeah. It was just kind of a weird thing for it me. It was. It, yeah, that that one kind of made me mad for Gibson. Just yeah. because, like, I, I've been there where you're like, God, just let damn me it, have I it. had let it. Let me do it. I yeah. had it and you screwed me. Yeah. You had it. But at Ooh. the same time, at least the Preds won. Yeah, so. at least the Preds won. <laughs> and then game two, Anaheim uh, came out real slow. I think it was two shots in the first period. Which we were talking about when we went started talking about the conference final, about comparing the last series to this series. Mm-hmm. Would Nashville be able to take those two early goal leads like Edmonton was and hold on to them? But obviously, they did just what Edmonton did, and Anaheim just, they continue to be that late-game heroic team. See, I feel like it was a bit of a coincidence, though. I don't think that's going to happen again, just because Pecorino was not good in Game 2. Yeah, but who says he's going to be much better the next game? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, just based on how he's played before, that was his first bad game of the playoffs. Yeah. Rene. I mean, it took... I mean... 
it, it, it took happens. his stellar numbers of 141 goals against and a 950 save percentage up to a 162 goals against and a 942 save percentage. Still stellar numbers. Yeah. But that's so, a big that's a big jump after one game. Are the Ducks just like this totally different beast than St. Louis and Chicago were, where they can come back, or is it just? I don't know. I mean, I feel kind like. Of, an off game for Nashville. I Anaheim's kind of always been that team. I mean, even when the Hawks played them in 2015, it was always you never knew who was going to win because they both teams could just bounce back at any moment. You know, they both have. I mean, Anaheim's got that experience. They got the youth to keep them going. I mean, they just they are a good team, but they're just annoying. Yeah, they're just, God. They're the worst. They're all Ryan Kessler's and Corey Perry's. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> just terrible. I think. They don't even have Bieksa playing. I hate Kevin Bieksa. I can't stand Kevin Bieksa. They don't even. I don't know what I would do if Kevin Bieksa was in yeah. in the lineup. Well, he even came out though and said, "I mean, we're going to talk about it." But he was like, "Kessler's the type of player that even if he's on your teammate, you still hate him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he went from being uh, on a teammate Vancouver. in Vancouver yeah. and then back in yeah. Anaheim. That's hilarious. I didn't hear that quote. Let's talk about that Johansson Kessler oh, God, matchup that's great. because that's the best part of this series so far. Johansson and Kessler have been at each other's throats for the past, for the first two games, uh, and obviously, as we said before, started <laughs> game three at each other's throats. Um, Kessler, obviously the instigator, but Johansson is not very innocent in this whole thing. No, oh, I God, mean no. that high stick uh, in the face-off circle in game two, where he accidentally missed. Yeah. Lifting Kessler's stick and just happened to catch well, him on the bridge in the nose. In the face opening faceoff for Game Three, just now he didn't even go for the puck, just straight two handed. Yeah, Kessler right off the draw. Yeah, I, was there, I forgot. I don't know what game it was. A nice little slash to the hand too. Yeah, from Johansson to Kessler. I mean, yeah. it's it's give and take in that like kind Thornton of scenario. On, uh, Thornton on Boland. Oh God, that was rough. <laughs> but how do you guys feel about the quote that came out from Johansson? I feel like he's just trying to stir the pot. Try to maybe get Kessler out of off his game, but it's Ryan Kessler. I, he's he's so good at this that I don't think much is going I to think, get him off of his game. I think that was super soft to him to come out and talk about it like he did, because, I mean, you're he's producing whether Kessler's yeah. on him or not. He's producing. Why even go out of your way to talk about it when you know that's the type of player Kessler is? And I know it's. I mean, you're getting frustrated over mm-hmm. it, which is what Kessler wants to do. But I mean, if you're going out there. Give, giving it back to him, producing, and Kessler's not doing as much as you are, like um, scoring wise. Why say it then? Give it to Kessler. Be like, oh, I'm getting, I'm in his head right now. Like, is he really getting frustrated though, or is he just having fun with Kessler at this point? Like, is yeah, he just know. saying that to kind of provoke him? You know, poke the I beast mean, a little bit. I feel like it would and make Kessler want to just keep going at it, keep doing it more, just because he's he feels yeah. like he's in his head. What about the fact though that he said he's like brought the family into it too oh, yeah. he was like I don't know how your <laughs> That's wife I mean. or his I kids think, or I think I mean, he's just trying to poke the beast yeah. yeah how do you even cheer for him yeah I don't know do you want to poke that beast Kessler can turn it up if he wants to especially oh, in the playoffs yeah. you know I'm talking about stick out of the yeah. groin every shift and it's like well I mean it's playoff hockey yeah I mean you're gonna do I mean Connor McDavid went through seven games worth of it I mean yeah. and he didn't and, say one thing yeah. and it was his first NHL playoff experience how do you how do you compare, you know? Johansson better hope that they win this series, though. Otherwise, then he's just going to look like a dumbass for saying oh, yeah. that. Just like Kessler looked Is like he? a dumbass for for saying no mere human could, can resist what oh, the, God, all the yes. hits that were 
putting on the Blackhawks, what he, what, whatever he said in the conference finals 2015. Yeah, and then, I mean, if I'm Kessler and we end up winning the series, I'm going on the sh- handshake line, I'm giving a little groin shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Johansson, you know, just a little stick in the foot or something, yeah. trying to make him trip. Just be like, you thought you were getting groin shots before, but Yeah. You, you, you just like, wait. Meet him. <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jansen, this is my son. <laughs> he was cheering for me all series. <laughs> uh, speaking of Johansson, he is part of a line with Forsberg and Arvidsson, which has been dubbed the Jofa line. Which is fantastic. That is a Is there a better name That's for the line? That's probably the best name for a line since the Mighty Ducks Oreo line. <laughs> I forgot about that yeah, one. That's <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Johansson, Forsberg, and Arvidsson in this series. Johansson's a goal and, a, and three assists, four points. Forsberg, two goals, no assists, two points. Arvidsson, two assists, two points. And they've been... They're getting points, but, I mean, they look good, too. They look great. They're, they're flying. Yeah. Like, they're moving the puck, you know. Once they get the cycle going, there's no stopping it. And There's they're, no stopping it. They're that line for um, Nashville right now that... When they need something going, they mm-hmm. just throw them out there, and they mm-hmm. find a way to make something happen to get the rest of the boys going. Yeah. Man, where did Arvidsson come from? <laughs> he had one of the uh, that that sick backhand overtime game in the last year against San Jose. Yes. In the in the semis, like it was like um, under that was like a, the under first a, time yeah. I heard his name, and I was under like, a minute what? in, and I remember watching that backhand. I was like, "Holy yeah, who shit. is this kid? Yeah, who so was he that? just had a great year yeah. this year. He yeah. is a RFA." And he is eligible for arbitration. arbitration. Oh, wow. So he, that's going to be very interesting yeah. because, I mean, he can easily say... I need money. Yeah. yeah, he can easily say, I mean, he's got nothing to lose. He can go in and say, I'm worth $7 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Forsberg's making 6 Forsberg's at 6 How much is Johansson at? Johansson. Wait, Peter. Phil or Peter? <laughs> yeah, Peter's still getting... Johansson. Oh, Johansson is at $4 million, but he is also a... Arbitration RFA this year. Really? Oh. So national. Well, that's I mean, kind of a pick your poison then. Arvidsson had sixty-one uh, points. Pick your they only know. have <laughs> if the cap, like, pick if, your beer. I don't know if the cap stays <laughs> at seventy-three million. Whiskey. Yeah, there you go. If the cap stays at seventy-three million, National only has seventeen million to play with. And how many? They, how many free agents do they have? Six UFAs. Well, obviously that six RFAs. That'll create space, mm. but but it's still a lot. Free yeah. agents. I mean, you're looking. At I feel like we're saying that for every NHL team, we're like, damn, they got a lot to do. But okay, not so very much two of their days. free agents. There's some free agents are. This is why we're not in front offices. Yeah. <laughs> Yannick Weber <coughs> literally just took Shea Weber's jersey. <laughs> uh, Brad Hunt, Harry Zonkarski. Zoy- I'm sorry, I think you mean. Zollnercheck. Zollnercheck. Is that really it? Yeah. Zollnercheck. Wow. I'm horrible with names. Zonkarski. I like that. Zonkarski. I also can't read. I thought that was an I. I don't know. Can't even read. Can't read at all. But, yeah. I mean, and, and Fisher is, like, the big one that's up. Fiddler. Oh, yeah. Fisher. I mean, so that's story so, of every team. Um, looking at Arvidsson and Johansson's numbers from this year, they both had 61 points. Um... Johansson only had 14 goals, though, at 47 assists, and Arvidsson had 31 goals, 30 assists. See, Arvidsson didn't 
he went on like one really huge tear mm. going towards the end of the year, if yeah. I remember. Right when before we dropped that, him and I picked him up. Yeah. Fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before that, it wasn't really much Didn't coming for you, him. though. He was, no, he was very like streaky. He yeah. would have like a couple weeks where he was just on fire and then it would be nothing. But I mean, streaky and he still had the same amount of points and had no. double the goals yeah. as Johansson. Yeah. And Is Johansson um, a taze like player where, you know, he doesn't need to be putting up goals? What, he el- what else he does out there? Uh. Or do you think he's still? I feel like he needs to put up a couple more points yeah. than he did. I feel like he's more of a Hosa. Yeah, but who's? I mean, Fish. they don't have that big time goal scorer. I mean, Forsberg's streaky, Arvidsson's streaky, and then Johansson. Those that's, are their top three. That's where scorers. the back end comes from, though. That's yeah. where the defense comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whenever you need a goal, hey, uh-huh. let's just throw three D out there. Uh-huh. Why not? <laughs> Forsberg is only twenty two years old. Yeah. Ugh. And he's locked up through 21, 22. Wow. That's stupid. How much is he making? Six. Six? That's I feel like Forsberg's been around for, yeah. I feel like Forsberg's been around for like six years already. I don't know why, yeah. but I feel like he's been around for It's only been two or three. Yeah. I mean, he's also part of the best trade in NHL history, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well not one episode for without, Nashville. <laughs> yeah. without that coming up. Yeah, I know. Um, Speaking of trades and looking at the Ducks, so when they traded away Bobby Ryan to Ottawa, which it's crazy that they're both in the conference final right now uh on opposite sides, Bobby Ryan went to Ottawa for the Ducks got Jakob Silverberg, Stefan Noison, and a first-round pick in 2014 draft, which ended up being Nick Ritchie, who's been playing really well. He's on the first line right now with Getzlaff, and he scored the game winner last game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of... Ottawa traded away a lot for Ryan, but how well Ryan's playing right now... It's like one of the few times that it actually worked out both sides. When you trade yeah. that much away to get one guy, and it's working out equally, probably. Who won that trade, though? I, can't, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I would, I would say Anaheim just because they got three guys... Instead of just one. Yeah, but I feel like Bobby Ryan's worth all three, though. I don't know. You know I mean, Jakob Silverberg is, he's a big-time player. Well, think about it. Bobby Ryan's 30. Yeah. And and he had a soft season this year. He, he hasn't did, been but he was one, also hurt, didn't he? Wasn't he? he? Yeah, well, I mean, he's since he's gone been, there. I mean, he's been hurt a yeah. lot. Yeah. Since he's gone there, yeah. he hasn't been playing. Yeah. What he was in Anaheim until this playoffs. Yeah. Which he said it was hard for him to adjust to the Guy Boucher type play mm-hmm. uh, this season. See, last year, or this season, he only played 62 games. Last year, he played 81. Then 78, 70. Well, that was all through Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, he only played the shortened season, he played 46. Mm-hmm. I mean, his numbers. So it's only have, a handful of games. His numbers have gone down, though. Yeah. Since leaving Anaheim. But, I mean, who. who he, he also had Perry and Getzlaff but you and Carlson and Hoffman. I feel, yeah, I feel Turris. Ottawa's scoring is more spread out. I think Anaheim, it was strictly the top guys, the top guys scored. Yes. Ottawa, anybody can score. But also Ottawa, in all, in yeah. game. Ottawa doesn't, they don't try to score as many goals as they possibly can like the Ducks do. They sit back and wait for the op- they play key opportunity yeah. to go score, and then they take advantage of it, mm-hmm. and they sit back again. They like to slow the game down. Yeah. Well, how well did that work in game two? 
Well, it did. It worked great until they decided not to pressure whatsoever. Yeah, I know. So are we uh, moving on to Ottawa <laughs> Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we have any more notes? Well, okay. Well, here, what your impression? Oh, it's um, one. It's one. Real quick, just the James Neal goal in Game Two oh, was yeah. just hilarious because Gibson just did miss. Didn't see anything, misread it completely, and Neil literally had the time to stick candle, realize there was an empty net, pull it from the goal line in front Have of the net, and then put it ho- home, grab a dart, <laughs> rip it real quick, <laughs> and then just skate away like, oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> that was awesome. Boop. That was easy. Yeah. So 1-1, um, one, one, your opinions, we all took Nashville. I mean, yeah. anything changed? I mean, no. through two games? No. No. Especially now that Nashville's got home ice advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And and as of recording now at 7.48 on Tuesday, <laughs> it is 0-0 with 31 seconds left in the first period. So, Also, I, I f- if they get a, a big two-goal lead to start the game like they did last game, I don't see them blowing it like oh, they did last game. Yeah, they're, 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 it's I a different beast. Yeah. I, I think Nashville is still, still going to get it. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, Ottawa. Game one, Ottawa in overtime after Pittsburgh came back and tied it. Pretty late, late, yeah. Pretty late. Uh, with a, uh, if Kenny Mall can redirect that, I I still think about in, at night when I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, that was pretty. Yeah. That was a pretty little redirect. Um, Ottawa shutout in game two for the first time since February 24th. That's crazy. Two four. Two four. Um, That's insane. To fill. Phil, yeah, he ruined it. The angry Phil. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. He must not have been, the the locker room must have been out of stock of Coke or something like that. I don't know. He's had a very angry playoff year. He's yelling at his trainers. He's yelling at Gino a lot. I feel like since he's gone to Pittsburgh, he just has not been happy. But he won the cup, so it made up for it. Yeah. And now he's just not happy again. The first thing he does when he wins the cup, he takes it back to Toronto. Like, I think he generally loved being in Toronto. (laughs) Oh, yeah. How could you not like it there for him? I'm as big of a fan as Phil, as as you guys are. But he was kind of acting like a baby yesterday. I mean, he was, like, stamping his feet. He's, like, like like throwing his hands. He's, like, the middle child that doesn't get any attention. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Crosby, Malkin, and him. Yeah. He he wants. I feel like he's a type he's of player. So, he like wants to be. He him. wants to be the guy. He's he was so used to it up in Toronto being that guy. Yeah. But at the same time, he played a lot. I wouldn't say a lot better, but he played better, being that low key guy that scores twenty thirty goals, but has three guys ahead of him. Yeah. Points I mean, he, I mean, he fluctuates from like the third line, second line. I mean, he rarely is seeing first line numbers. Yeah. I mean. But that's because you just have Crosby, and then right. you can throw whoever you want with Crosby up there. He, man. So when he scored in game two, they had a, a slow-mo close-up of him, and he was facing Malkin coming towards him. And it wasn't like, yeah, I scored. It was, I fucking told you. I'm <laughs> like, he was pissed. It that's was like, like Kane uh, with I was just yeah, going to say, Kane, Kane when, they, uh, when Kane kept... Uh, or Taze kept saying, oh, yeah. pass the puck, pass the puck, and Kane kept yeah. ripping it, and then finally Kane passed it to Taze, and Taze put it home, and he goes, huh, I fucking told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you think that Pittsburgh can last with this many big names like this? Well, if they keep getting injuries, no. Yeah, I know. They lost, last game, they lost Schultz, 
which looked like a, a shoulder, probably separation. Hoffman hit him into the corner, I thought, and he went shoulder first. In I the thought boards. maybe even collarbone. It could be, yeah. I mean, because he, he it was Limp. slumped. He wasn't moving at all. He could have just which, dislocated yeah, it, too. It could have been. Knows, any, yeah, any but it's those. shoulder, collarbone area, and then Russ got just phenuffed <sighs> so hard. In the next month. And the my favorite thing about that hit, it was completely clean. There was no penalty on the play. Yep. He was down. He got up himself. There was no penalty because he was down for a bit, and nobody went after him enough because mm-hmm. it was clean and it was a nice open ice hit. And I was just, I was like, oh my god, thank you, finally, uh-huh. some nice open ice hit, and nobody's getting I mean, trampled over for that's it. That's not gonna happen in the playoffs unless it's a star player. I don't think. I mean, yeah, it was. Like, it, there's no. Let's be honest. It was Brian Rust. Yeah, I mean, they're not gonna worry. <laughs> I mean, if it was Sid. Well, yeah, Total obviously, different soul it's story, different, but... Or, you know, Malkin, Gensel even. I don't know. I mean, why Gensel more than Rust? I understand Gensel's leading the playoffs, but, I mean... That's why. Rust has five goals for them. Two game winners. Fair. Good point. That's a good point. He's playing on the line with Crosby. <laughs> that, that helps. <laughs> so, I mean... That helps a lot. But, yeah, I was just really happy about that hit. And then, yeah. um... Hornquist was out last game, and Carl Hagelin came in, and I was watching the uh, the pregame, and they were talking about it, and they were like, oh, this is terrible. If I'm Ottawa, I'm so happy about this. I was like, really? Hagelin was doing well, and then I looked Didn't at the numbers. Didn't they reunite the HBK line? Yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. But then I was looking, and Hornquist has played in 13 games in the playoffs this year. He's got four goals, three assists, and he's a plus five. Carl Hagelin has played in six playoff games this uh, season he has one goal, no assists, and he's a minus two. And I was like, wow, yeah. I didn't realize he was playing that bad. Yeah. And he only has ten shots, and Hornquist has thirty. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, is Daly still out for Pittsburgh? Or yeah, he's, he's questionable. Practicing? No, he said they said that he was questionable for next game. I heard he hasn't even practiced. Yet. Well, since Schultz is out there saying yeah, he might, know, maybe. Yeah. Which Schultz? Yeah, Schultz. That's a huge blow because he's yeah. been underrated, one of the best D for oh, them. Oh god, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was probably the best move they've ever made. Was yeah. And picking him up. That's a very depleted D line. I mean, Latang oh is God. out. Latang is out already. Mata. And then only Mata. I think he's coming back. He though. might be. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then Daly. Daly and, and now, now Schultz. Schultz. That's four. <laughs> that's, that's your top your, that's four. That's your top four. Yeah. Yeah. Did we say Latang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I mean, <laughs> poor Chris Latang. Oh, that guy yeah. cannot catch a break. But yeah, that's that's rough. And for them to still. Make the playoff push that they did to win the cup. Mm-hmm. Make the playoff push that they're doing now. It's just they're unreal. doing it with rookies. Yeah, it's just unreal. We, we've talked about their rookies before and their numbers, and it's just stupid. Yeah. Well, and it's their core too that's getting most of it done. I mean, you got Malkin, game one, and then Phil Kessel. Yeah, and then you got Flurry playing out of his mind. I mean, I, I if Flurry's not playing as well as he is, oh, they're they're done. If he's like. Not even bad, like average flurry. If he's just good, decent not, flurry, not not great. Yeah, yeah. they. I don't think they make it past the. Oh no, the semis. he's been standing on his head a yeah. lot because of that. I feel like that D is mm-hmm. just so, mm-hmm. so done. As, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, as good as he's been, Anderson. I was has just gonna say even better though. Anderson's been Anderson's been unbelievable. Been unbelievable. He had a windmill that I I felt the breeze all the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, keep spinning. You'll start energizing the whole city. That was something. That was I talk about taking the wind out of the sails of the of the arena. Yeah, that place was dead silent. Yeah, 
Which is, that's exactly what you want to do on the road in game two when you're up one nothing in a playoff yeah. series against the Pittsburgh Penguins especially. Yeah. Do anything you can to take that fan out of it, fan base out mm-hmm. of it right away. And they did that. And it's kind of funny how well Anderson's playing and like we said before, how Ottawa's a defense first type team. They just sit back and wait. And I don't, I couldn't find any time on attack stats for like NHL games, yeah. but th- their time on attack has got to be so much lower. Oh my god! Than Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. the Rangers when they're playing the Rangers, but they just like we said, they just sit back, play D. Anderson stands on his head, mm. and then they just take advantage of any situation where they can go down and score. I was a little nervous for Ottawa going into this series just because of those few games where they give up five, yeah. four, four, five against New York. And I was yeah. like, if you do that, or they were, yeah. if you could do that against Pittsburgh, you're done yeah. in, in four or five. Yeah, because yeah. you're not going to make that go let in no. five and come back and score, have no Pajot way. score out, go score four goals and win 6-5. No way. But they've done a very good job for the first two games. Speaking of, of Pajot, well. he had... 12 goals in the regular season. He has eight right now in the playoffs. That's unreal. And four in one game, which is just crazy. Crazy. Is that – is he hitting his stride, or is he just, like, feeling it at the right time? I I, th- I think both. Both? Yeah, because I um, – I mean, in the regular season, he's good, but like we said, the scoring's so spread out on that team that it was just a matter of time before one of them kind of stepped up. And started just taking the reins on leading the goal scorers. I'm gonna see if they had a single like 20 goal scorer on that team this year. Uh, I don't, I don't did you see in game one uh, the? I, sh- I think I showed you Poets. Uh, the first goal that went in for Ottawa. It was that Bobby Ryan behind the back. Yes, oh, they've yeah. done that three or four times this yeah. year, and it's worked almost every time. Do you think uh, Flurry should have had that one? Because we t- we talked about this a little bit. Because, okay, so set up the play. Bobby Ryan's going behind the net. Does the no-look behind the back pass to Pajot, which usually makes the goalie lean one way and that whoever has the puck gets an empty net. But it went right to Pajot, right in front, and Fleury looked right at Pajot and saw the whole play coming, and Pajot still went near side top shelf right over the glove, which Fleury's glove's always so low. Mm-hmm. He chicken winged. He did the yeah. whole beat, and he threw the elbow up instead of throwing up his glove. Which yeah. I, why, why? It's so stupid. Hey man, they're in the show. Leave them alone. I know they're <laughs> in the show. <laughs> I get it, but I just—it's—it's it's right there. Just put it up. I'll help you. Just—I'll put a string on it. Yeah. I'll be in the stands. Just the pulling it up master. for you. Yeah. So do you think? I mean, I—I th- I thought that it was savable. He read the play the whole time. If he didn't read the play, which uh, that's what I mean, like he, right. he read it so perfectly. How did and he you go you go near side and top Flurry shelf. has been actually it just popped up on the TV just now. Yeah, uh, um, Flurry's been susceptible to that play. I think the Hawks scored on it this uh-huh. year. I think Kane did it to Panarin, or Panarin did it. Yeah, and yeah. Gave it to Kane, something like that. Um, so that it happens to Flurry, um, and but he read that perfectly and. I don't know. He didn't move out off the post, and he kept his glove down and threw up the chicken wing. So I thought he could have had it. Unreal play, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just a great play. So, I mean, he makes that save. Malkin scores late. They win, probably. It's two straight shutouts. Three straight shutouts yeah. for Fleury. So, um, mm-hmm. Also, 
Uh, Ottawa had three 20 goal scorers. Turris had 27. Hoffman, Hoffman with 26. Stone with 22. Ooh, Mark Stone, nice. Carlson was next with 17. Because, because <laughs> fuck of you. Course. Because of course. <laughs> because fuck you, NHL. I don't care if you call me a defenseman. I'm gonna score. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me after game game three in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still. I, like, I still don't know what's gonna happen with this series. I think Ottawa's I gonna truly, take one at home. I truly sure. didn't think it's gonna be this tight. I did. I, Just because Pittsburgh's so deflated, which is. <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguin hockey just <laughs> lose as many guys as you can yeah, and still try to score. Um, and just the way that Ottawa plays is shutting down the Penguins' offense. I didn't think they'd be able to shut it down as much as they have, yeah. but they're doing such a good job with that 1-3, one, 1 set up, and just yeah. anytime the Penguins try to come in the blue line, they just step on them, and they don't know what to do with the puck. Penguins aren't having much trouble with that 1-3-1. One, one. I don't know. They... They're having a little bit of trouble getting into the blue line at first, but once they're in as the blue line, they're, they're in, fine. Though. Yeah, once yeah. they're in, it's just entering the zone because yeah. there was they showed a lot of times where uh yes or yeah, yesterday's game, um Funuff was stepping up at the blue line or Carlson and they but showed that offensive man. They defend- modified something in the third period. Yeah. Uh which is actually how Kessel scored his goal. I forgot what happened. I think they had two guys going to the same one spot. side. Yeah, the yeah. Penguins had uh, Malkin and somebody else going to the same side. I think that's what it was. It was which, kind of a chip. Yeah, you pick which it up and go. drew three Senators. Kept and then got, far like, side was Kessler wide open wide, for Kessler, Kessler wide open. Which, that goal was, he he ripped that first shot that got blocked. He absolutely that, ripped that, and then he just muffed the second one, and it just went in. Should have broke whoever's <laughs> foot that was. Yeah, it might have. Who knows? Yeah, They're still in the knows? playoffs, so yeah. you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it, it wasn't Carlson, I don't think. No, I don't think so. We would have heard the scream if it was. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to change, though. I, 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 I still got Pittsburgh in seven or Ottawa in seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> still got both yeah, or whatever, which, whatever. Whichever one is, is It's going seven. I think yeah. Pittsburgh or Ottawa will win in either game four, five, six, or seven. Yeah. Well, no, well, not four. Five, five, six, or seven. Five, six, or seven. Yeah, so. yeah. I think I'm going to nail it on the head with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to place bets on that or no? No, I'm All right, guys, we're gonna make our way now to riding pine. You're riding the pine pony, pal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we uh, our first riding pine question. Our first and only, I think. I think we only got one this yeah, week. Yeah, just our only for one. this episode. Tanner writes. Which player gets a bigger contract, Tavares after next year or Carlson the year after? Hashtag Riding Pine. Thanks for the hashtag. Yeah. I don't know. Damn. Damn. They're both 26. I think it depends on where Tavares ends up. Yeah, so that's, he, that's a that's, huge factor. Yeah. If he ends up back in New York, I think he's getting more than Carlson does. No. You don't think so? I still, I actually, you know, it doesn't matter. I think Carlson's Carlson? getting it either way. Because, like we said before, Carlson is the carry price of um, of Ottawa. Like, you, the, without but him, he's, you? he's not there. And Tavares, you could say, is the same. But it still, I mean, <laughs> Ottawa makes the playoffs and is in the conference final. Islanders didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. And they won their first playoff round in how many years last year? 2028, 20, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, I mean, Tavares is by far the best player on the Islanders. 
but it's it's nowhere near Carlson. No, I think Carl or Tavares could make more if he moves to a team that's got a lot of cap and they're throwing stupid money just to attract him there. there. Yeah, Carolina. Carolina, Vegas, Vegas. Ooh, I would not want to see that. Anymore. I wouldn't <laughs> want to see that either. But Unless the jerseys are sick. Forget about the veto. Uh, what veto brought up to the Hawks? To the Hawks. To the Hawks. So, um, if that's the case, Carlson's getting most. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> he better be getting the more money. Um, how much do you think each guy is going to be asking for? Well, I don't know. Just close for Cat <laughs> I think it's loaded up, yeah. Okay, do you have it up quickly? Can you yeah. tell me what they're each making currently? Tavares has a 5.5. Oh, God. That's so... That's not... That's nothing no. for him. Nope. <laughs> uh, Carlson is at 6.5. They're both easily going to be 8.9. Yep. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, both of them are going to hover around there. So on topic... Popular buyouts because you know, cat friendly, you can go and you can make moves. Yeah, if you're a GM, yeah. the third most popular cat buyout, Ovechkin. Jesus, Washington yeah. fans, calm so, down. Yeah, take they're, it easy. They're not happy. They're not happy. Yeah, I, I think Carlson's gonna get more money. I think, yeah. I think Tavares could has, but I mean, it, but I'm saying that I don't think it's going to get that much money. Just it's saying. not going to be. Yeah. I think it might be point something difference. If, I don't think it's going to be millions different. Yeah, I feel like if Tavares went to another team, signed like a two year deal at about what he's making now, or a one year deal even, just tore it up, then he would cash in even more. If you're Tavares, though, would you want to do no, that? No, you wouldn't. I but mean, you could. I feel like that's what he yeah. could do potentially. I mean, he's 26, he's young, but it's like, at the same time, that window, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's that he's in that window period right now, so I think he would... Bigger question, does Ottawa go for both? <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey, we'll match you guys together, same amount, why not? <laughs> so do you also want to throw in... Who do they drop then? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How much money do you think price is going to get thrown at? Ugh. A lot. He's gonna make more than Taze and Kane, I bet. Yeah. Or the same amount. Yeah. More than Taze and Kane yeah, combined. Okay. Let's just throw twenty one million dollars at this. Who cares about the rest of our team? Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. They got third and fourth line yeah. guys. Why not? I mean, <laughs> could you imagine if they pay him twenty one million dollars and it gets hurt in like the first week like he did two years ago? He would be the Rick DiPietro. Signs oh. on a massive deal. Don't even bring up Rick DiPietro. <laughs> Don't c- ever compare Rick DiPietro <laughs> no. to Carey Price, no. ever. The only terrible. comparison I was making was the big money contract <laughs> the and then, boom, career over. And now he's getting paid stupid money to be a broadcaster for the Islanders. And I think he's still getting a check from the Islanders for being a player. Which, yeah, he is. He's still technically bought out. I mean, they had a yeah. buyout yeah, 15 yeah. years. He did one of the funniest God, things, though. 15 years. He, I think he was, like, the one of the pregame, like, intermission people. And uh, it was after one of the games. It was, uh, they played Montreal at home, and they had won. And he was wearing the Grice is Right t-shirt. <laughs> And he was literally, like, just sellying so hard. He was like, the grice is right, you guys. The grice is right. That's awesome. That was pretty funny. So he is being bought out 
but because he was bought off before the new CBA, uh-huh. it doesn't go against their cap. Their cap. Yeah. No but shit. they have, on again, really, he was making $1.5 million for his buyout. Until 2028, 20, 29. Oh my god. <laughs> he can literally retire. He doesn't have to do shit. He doesn't he, have to do anything. $1.5 million for the Nets 12 years. Oh that's a host. That's Hosa. That's ho- <laughs> Just not as much, but that's Hosa. And he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Rick DiPietro did life right. <laughs> it just made it to Who the show. Who gave him that contract? contract? Was that Gar Snow? No, I think that was way before Gar Snow. Uh, so was it Millberry? Going back to uh, Montreal, God, that would be a Millberry move. They have four hundred seventy thousand in cap space, and Price is at six point five mil. Price is gonna make. He's he's gonna make stupid money. Right Shea, now, Shea, Bo- Shea Weber makes the most at seven point eight, and he's he's uh, he's signed for a oh. while. He's gonna be making a lot more than some. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you, okay, I know your response to this because one, it's price, and two, you're a goalie. They also do, have nine free agents. Sorry. Do goalies? I mean, do you put that much money into a goalie? Goalie? I mean, we're not visual, so no. <laughs> no. Just because. Just because of what happened to him last year. I yeah, I can't see. I mean, look <laughs> and at Rick DiPietro. And looking at Dallas' situation, look how much money Mark they Andre invested, Fleury like, for the past couple of years. How do you how do you do that? It's just I, like the same reason why after Fleury and DiPietro that you haven't you seen have so a many number more one positions. overall yeah, goalie we, get drafted. We have so many more positions to fill. How do you justify you can, putting that much money into? You can build a team around an average goalie and win the Stanley Cup. You can't. Build an average team around a good goalie and win the Stanley Cup. In my opinion, <laughs> I'm gonna think about that. Go ahead and try to figure out a team that had an un- unreal goalie and so average offense. So, do you do you want this on this podcast? Or are you gonna like take your time, man? Lawyer, <clears throat> lawyer up. No, you know what? I'm gonna think about it. And I'm gonna come back next podcast with my answer. I'm gonna actually do a lot of research on this, and I'm going to shove it right up your bum hole. Well, you know what? I also uh, I can't wait because I've got so many examples. <laughs> I I also have something forward in that podcast. I was waiting for approval to talk about it on the show, and it will involve it involves price. A theory with price, but we'll save it for that episode. The theory of price, that's what the name of the next podcast will be. <laughs> Not the price is right, because uh-huh. it ain't anymore. <laughs> price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, I think that about wraps it up for us. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Windy City Bender podcast. Fucking killing it, baby. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, my mom said that every time you swear, you have to put a dollar in the, in the swear jar. Who gets that dollar back? Me. I think well, it goes, no, me. No, we'll throw no, it right back I, into the show, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know what? No, that's fine. No, yeah. that's not fair. I was going to be selfish, but that's a great idea. <laughs> that's not fair, dude. I'm fucking, I'm calling Democrats. I dollar. want that hard-earned money from you guys coming back to me. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough of this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, guys, from uh, from Potes, Noli, and Jerem. Adios. Have a good night. Bye. Follow the guys on Twitter at WCBP, on Instagram, WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders Podcast. The Windy City Benders Podcast.